Welcome, everybody. 15th official Greyhound Time podcast presented by Almonds. I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. And today we're continuing with our alumni series with Josh Hagney, class of 2018. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. All right. How are we doing, Josh? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Uh, before we get into it, uh, you know we're always hungry. Josh, you got any suggestions for dinner? You got to check out Almonds. There we go. Great food, great food. For sure. Great food, great service. Uh, it's getting a little cold out. Get in there, check out the soups. Soup's always good, so check out Almonds, 8127 Maryland Avenue. All right, now let's get into it. Um, so you played varsity basketball for two years, three years? Two years. Two years, and then you played two-ish. <laughs> two, two years, two years. And then you played uh, varsity soccer? One year. For one year? Yeah. Okay, so. Half a year. And half a year, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how was your experience playing uh, basketball first, because that was kind of your main sport, and then uh, kind of being with the soccer team for that half a season? Um, um, basketball is great. I've always played basketball. It's what I've grown up with. And varsity basketball is pretty fun. Playing with the older guys junior year was always nice. And then playing uh, soccer was always, always fun, too, for that half a year. Me and my friends took it as a joke. <laughs> but it, it was fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, we also played uh, football and lacrosse freshman year. Yeah, freshman year. That w- I, I decided not to play those later <laughs> on. Um, yeah, but I played football freshman year. Uh, it was all right. We sucked, <laughs> but it was cool. Um, and then lacrosse freshman year was cool. Um, I should have started playing that again. That was fun. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Um, I don't know, actually. I started playing soccer, that's why. Well... No, it's not the no, same season. No, no, yeah, <laughs> never mind. I don't know why, actually. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so when you were playing basketball uh, your senior year, you were on the like the St. Louis leaderboards for free throws? Uh, yeah, I guess okay, so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was you and Caleb. So, um, you know, like, were you kind of always, like, a naturally good free throw shooter, or did you practice those a lot? No, or? you you definitely have to keep working <laughs> at it. And, if, like, I, knew, I definitely noticed when I did it all the time, I was definitely better than it. Yeah, and when you don't practice, I mean, with anything, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you were you were on that team that uh, got second in districts. Yep, after uh, <laughs> <laughs> playing, uh, what's uh, play Miller, Miller career and then Soldan and no, then Vishon. No, uh, Vishon. Oh, yeah. Vishon. Yeah. Vishon. After they went three three peat with the yeah. state championships, so. then they got switched out of the district. Finally. Yeah. Yeah, which was probably good. <laughs> yeah, so what was it like playing in that district championship game? It was fun. I mean, it was pretty exciting because we were able to actually play for something, yeah. even though, I mean, the chances of us winning <laughs> were very low, and we ended up didn't, we ended up losing, but it was still fun, and uh, I think the, sh- the school kind of showed out, even though yeah, it was something small. So uh, going back again to your senior year, uh, so you played down low a lot your senior year, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean you're tall, but you're you're not a very big guy. <laughs> no, so like, no. how was that going against you know some of those really big guys down low? I mean it was definitely tough because I'm uh, definitely skinny <laughs> and uh, <laughs> shouldn't be playing that position. But I mean I had to do what the team needed. So being kind of on the taller side, it was what I had to do. So it was fun being able to play. Um, do you have any favorite memories from playing basketball, Clayton? Um, I guess just like the overall team atmosphere was always fun. Like the times in the locker room was always fun. People were joking around and messing with each other. And uh, now, like not being a part of that, you miss it for sure. And you like the team is the team aspect is fun. 
Um, so you say you play soccer for half a season. Yeah. Uh, so I know that you're pretty active in terms of, like, social justice and things like that. So, um, you know, a lot of times people don't really want to um, kind of say what they think or they don't want to say something risky just because they don't want to ruin what they have in terms of, like, soccer or basketball or something like that. Um, so how is that for you kind of being really active uh, in the social justice scene uh, while still kind of making those two decisions, deciding whether you want to, like, keep playing or like but you also want to show support for something you believe yeah in. so i mean honestly like when i was being a part of the protests and like the the different actions that were um being taken apart i wasn't even thinking about what it, it could negatively negatively affect my like sports ability like sports playing and stuff so i didn't it wasn't really on my mind but when it was i was like i get i mean i'm not going to take my sports anywhere after high school so the the overall bigger picture was more important so I would have done it again the same way. Uh, what would you say to, like, any other kids that are kind of looking to get involved in social justice or having to make that decision? I mean, I would go for it. There's, like, more more important things in, in this life than, um, than high school sports. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would definitely, like, I mean, if that's what your heart and is what's needed at the time, and especially now with, like, the young people, the us young people have to speak out and like let other people know what what we think so i think it's very important to keep talking and keep telling people what what they need to hear for sure so uh for the people that are listening to this that knew you when you were in high school uh but haven't really talked to you since then so what are you doing right now and what um, are your future plans and stuff like right that? now i'm uh taking i'm studying art at kcai it's in kansas city um i'm just taking doing my art there i'm doing ceramics program there um, yeah, I plan to hopefully become a, an artist in the future and uh, continue continue that dream and still still um, maintaining, uh, ma maintaining the social justice aspect and like making sure that that <laughs> leads to some change in, in this world. So, are you doing anything special right now in terms of social justice? No, <laughs> honestly, no. Um, I, it's been so, like the news cycle has been so consuming i haven't <laughs> i haven't been able to no when you see like um big athletes like taking advantage of their platform to like speak out against things uh like kaepernick you know stuff like that what do you think about that i mean i think it's good they're whether they like it or not people look up to them up to them and they have influence and especially with like the people that follow them and the money that they have they're able to do a lot and um i think it's very beneficial we have people in those positions able to stand up and talk. Uh, is there anything that you would, or that you're taking, um, that you learned from, you know, playing sports or going through Clayton High School uh, that you're using now? Um, I mean, like teamwork. Like it sounds corny, I guess, <laughs> but um, like working as a team is important, and getting along, and just being able to communicate and work together, because you're able to do a lot more together than by yourself. So for sure. Um, you were on that team that uh, played against Whitfield with Torrance, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what, what, what was it like playing against Torrance? And even like he locked them up. Yeah, even uh, like those. I mean, Armand, uh, Armand Watkins <laughs> <laughs> was a part of that too. Um, it, and Caleb, um, it was fun. Uh, I've known Torrance for actually a long time. Me and him played on uh, some middle school teams, and it was always fun. Um, he's obviously really good, <laughs> um, which is always a challenge. But I think that's when makes it more fun instead of except losing is not fun but um, <laughs> yeah 
All right, so since we're tor- talking about torts, we got to ask, what was going through your head when Caleb when Caleb dunked on him? I mean, that, that was game. wild. Like, <laughs> I, I obviously didn't expect that to ever happen, but that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> Being able to be there and, and see how just crazy those everyone went to see that yeah yeah i remember well. the crowd was going crazy yeah <laughs> jimmy had that video on the yeah. yeah that was that was awesome yeah um talking about like players like that even like with Vashon, they had like five d1 commits um what is it like uh kind of the day before even during like warm-ups when you know you're going to be playing against these really good players i mean i guess it's different for everyone but as a team we're definitely aware of like those big name players because I mean you can't really look past it I guess <laughs> especially yeah. when like coaches coaches like making sure all the matchups are set and that we focus on those specific guys because locking them down is pretty key um but it's you try to play it off as another yeah. another team but it's it's a little different that's for sure yeah and I I know coach Cochran really uh like he tries to do he tries to encourage the team to you know play their game and not focus on what's going on, on the other team, but like obviously, like yeah, it's definitely, definitely part thinking of about it. it. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Um, talking about soccer, uh, can you just like kind of run me through uh, what your year was like in soccer, uh, your senior year? Oh, so um, yeah, I always knew that Andrew Matheny was gonna start, but then seeing him go down the first game was that was pretty scary, <laughs> I guess, because I was just kind of thrown in there. And then um, I mean, it was fun playing, being able to play. Um, and just be a part of the team. Was that you played a game, you were in the Ladue game, right? You played goalie for the Ladue game. I think that was Eric actually. Oh. Me, me and Eric were switching off. Um, <laughs> I think that was the last game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't playing at that point because of the getting arrested. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, talking about going back like freshman year with uh, football and lacrosse. Did you learn anything from those sports that you kind of took forward into high school? Yeah, I mean, the same, like, camaraderie, teamwork, but also just um, football hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Lacrosse also hurts. Uh, but they were definitely fun. Um, I don't know, again, like, I wish I would have continued with lacrosse throughout high school because that's a sport that was just a lot of fun to play and definitely, I don't know, a different sport than normal, I guess. Yeah. So I know uh, a lot of people around Clayton um, know Coach Redmond and his style just because uh, he coaches both the, the girls and the boys teams. Um, but, you know, how would you describe playing under Coach Redmond and his style of, of coaching? Like, does he yell a lot or is he no, kind of like a calm, like, calm guy? No, he's really calm and, like, relaxed. But you definitely, like, you get the sense that you got to kind of do what <laughs> he wants or else he could switch. But, um, yeah, he was definitely on the calm side for sure. A lot calmer than some other coaches I've had. <laughs> yeah, talking about your other coaches, you were there, uh, Coach Cochran's first year for basketball. Uh, was there anything special that he did, or what was his coaching style like? I mean, I w- he was just more involved, I, I think, in, like, being a part of the practices and and also as being a teacher, too. We would see him during the hallways, and I even had class with him, so it was, like, kind of more of a relationship that we developed rather than some of the – the earlier coaches that I had because they weren't in the classroom. I didn't see them. But um, specifically with basketball, he brought a defensive mindset to uh, to our, like, our like, schedule and our program. So um, so you played, in your four years in the program, you played uh, 
Well, you kind of played under three different head coaches. Yeah. So yeah. did you notice any kind of uh, differences between maybe, like, how they would run practice? Because sometimes they have, like, the, the big practice of the whole program or uh, maybe how they wanted to run some offense going down to the lower levels. Yeah, it was definitely different. You could – there was a different feel to practice based on, like, who the head coach at the time was, um, especially, like, or like freshman and sophomore year. It was kind of – more, I don't know. Well, actually, sophomore year was different because that was like free for all, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just even more relaxed than I think it <laughs> might have should have been. Um, yeah, it, uh, freshman year was kind of intense, I feel like. It was a lot of yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the coach freshman year? Was it Noki at the time? Oh, yeah, it was Noki. With Lofton as the assistant yeah. coach? Yeah. Lo and Lofton was, he would get on us for sure. Yeah. But it was probably good. Um, did you have any, like, favorite teammates? I know you played with a lot of different guys throughout the time. Uh, I don't know. It was just a lot, like, <laughs> there's so many different personalities. Like, <laughs> BK and <laughs> Sam Levinson. Go. Uh, yeah, go. There's, like, I don't know. There's so many. It was just fun to, the, all the different interactions. And then Jimmy, like, always talking. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get BK and Goat on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That'd be an episode. <laughs> So uh, after that final game uh, that you played your senior year, um, what were the scenes in the locker room? Because I know you guys had a pretty big senior class. Um, so what was the kind of feel in the locker room? Like Caleb was probably crying his eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. People were definitely sad because like it kicks in. It's like your last game to play in high school, and it's like you're never gonna get that opportunity again. But I always try to like is fun while it lasted but you got other things to do but yeah I don't know people were definitely sad it was over for sure uh you know obviously we haven't had uh the best football teams or you know we've had we've kind of had a rough patch with athletics in the past couple of years um as a fan what was it like uh kind of going to those games even when they weren't playing that well um I mean it's always nice to see your team win yeah. and it's <laughs> it's hard watching them always like lose or struggle or not do good but <laughs> I mean it's your team that you're a fan of so yeah gotta stick with it uh are there any games that you remember being like like sold out like everybody was there uh I mean like our best like the basketball like the districts run I yeah. feel like mm -hmm. um yeah there were a lot of people there yeah and then like the hockey I always remember the hockey games were, <laughs> yeah were packed. um I don't know. Yeah. All right. So at the end of every podcast, uh, we ask the person we're interviewing to describe their coach with one word. Oh. So if you could describe, <laughs> if you could describe Cochran with one word, what oh would gosh. it be? Um, can I take a few minutes? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I keep thinking short, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. He's a good guy. I don't right. know. <laughs> but that's not one word. I don't know. No, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll okay, take cool. it. All right, good guy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Thanks, Josh, for coming on yeah, the podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Fun. <laughs> Just 
just had there with uh, Josh Hagney. Uh, it was super cool talking to him just because, you know, as you kind of mentioned, uh, he was involved with a lot of the protests uh, that were going on in St. Louis during his time in high school. And uh, it was really cool to get his perspective on athletics and also kind of social justice um, and things like that. Yeah, definitely a different perspective. And, you know, I've, I've known him from school, but I never really got the chance to sit down and talk to him about sports. So definitely a good opportunity there. Yeah, for sure. Involved in a lot of sports. So that was cool. Yeah. All right, so some updates about uh, Clayton Athletics. First, uh, hockey game tonight. We're going to try and get it out before then. USA the theme. Tonight, USA theme against MICDS, 7 o'clock. Are we at Afton? I think Centene Ice Rink. That's what it said on. Oh, that's right. That sent, that's the new one. Centene Ice Rink, brand new practice facility for the Blues. Definitely check it out. Um, is as if, you know, going for Clayton hockey wasn't enough. It's the Blues' new practice facility. Definitely check it out. Really cool, really cool thing that they just built down there. Um, yeah, huge game. MICDS got a good team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, They're usually pretty good. Yeah, hockey. this is definitely one of our, um, you know, harder matchups of the year. So it should be good to see what the guys can do. They sure. got off to a hot start. Big seasons from uh, Cooper and Jean so far. So we'll definitely see what's going on. Also, new development that we forgot to mention. Uh, some of you that are in... Um, that you know went to Y down class of 2020, maybe even a couple years younger. You might remember Andrew Donahue. Uh, he went to our school. Uh, then he he transferred over to Chaminade, but he's back on the hockey team this year. Yeah, back on the hockey team. Clayton hockey is a, a club sport, so it's not through the school. So yeah, there's a lot of the guys on the team that don't actually go to Clayton. Uh, like last year, I remember uh, Colombo, one Colombo, of our best yeah. players, didn't go to Clayton. But uh, Donahue played on uh, Burroughs last year, I believe, and this year he made the switch over to Clayton, playing with some of the guys he went to middle school with. That's definitely pretty exciting for him, you know, getting to come back, uh, honestly, to the guys he probably grew up with. Um, yeah, for sure. He's probably playing with Cooper and Jean and them when they were younger, right? They yeah, played for on sure. uh, Rockets. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So definitely very exciting for them. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Hopefully so he can shout put out, together shout out Donahue. Let's see, what, see what's going on. For sure. All right, so uh, in terms of the basketball team, Girls basketball team starting up very soon. Boys basketball team has a game on Monday um, in the Southside Classic. It's an away game. Uh, Southside Classic is a very strong tournament. Um, you know, you got teams like Melville, Limburg, uh, Hancock, Windsor, Clayton, obviously. Uh, so a very strong tournament. Um, definitely hope or definitely looking uh, for a very strong start to the season for for the boys basketball team this year. They have their first game against Limburg on Monday at eight o'clock. And then if they win that, they will most likely be playing Melville. Um, and I know a lot of the guys on the, that were on the team last year are really looking forward to that matchup. You don't want to look too far ahead and kind of ignore the, um, the Limburg game. But I know for sure the, uh, the boys want to get a chance to, to get their rematch against that Melville team. But it definitely starts with that first game against Limburg. you got to focus on that one. Yeah, definitely a big revenge game over there for the Greyhounds. Talk about last year with Melville. Uh, you know, everybody knows about the big highlight reel done. <laughs> uh, shout out Hunter. Uh, even though that's <laughs> not the greatest memory, but uh, you know, revenge game uh, against Limburg too, because the boys' basketball team lost against them. There we go. So it's a big revenge revenge big, weekend. Big week, revenge week, revenge week. Let's talk yeah. about it. Revenge week because um, you know you got Limburg on on Monday. If everything goes well on Monday, you're gonna get Melville on Wednesday, and then um, on the other side of the bracket, you're gonna get whoever that is on Friday. So this could be a very tough stretch for the boys. Um, you know, you got three games in five days. Not a whole lot of time for rest um, because, you know, even if you don't end up winning one of those games, you're still going to play 
um, you know, through like consolation brackets and things like that. So um, definitely look for, so, so basically the schedule is going to be, you know, play on Monday, then you come back Tuesday and you are, you're already preparing for Wednesday because you don't, you don't have time to, you know, reminisce on a win or a loss on Monday. You got to get ready for Wednesday. Yeah, it should be. I think that's a good way to start the season though. You know, you don't want to start out too slow and then middle of the season when it matters, you got a ton of games back to back to back. Definitely will get the guys some reps. Um, definitely going to be interesting to see. Is the first home game the Ladue game? First home game. So first official home game is going to be that Ladue game. Yeah, December 20th. Um, we have like a technical home game. Um, I think it's going to be at MICDS. Um, but that's obviously not a home game. We're just listed as the home team. But yeah, yeah so December 20th. It seems like a long stretch to get our first home game, you know. It's yes, it's it's a little ways away. So it'll be about it'll be about two or actually three, three weeks, weeks. Three yeah. weeks before we play at home. Um, which you know is gonna make that game even more exciting. Yeah, home, home opener, opener rivalry game, game, district seating on the line. Yep. You got the girls and the boys game. Exactly. Pop out. Come at five thirty for the girls game. Stay till after the boys game. Big night, big night. Big Coaches night versus sure. cancer. I think that's also the first day of winter break. It is, yeah. So, so you know, finish no your excuses. finals, go home, take a nap. 5.30, we're there. <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of like we mentioned, uh, the first little part of the season is definitely going to be kind of difficult for the boys. Um, but, you know, hopefully they can uh, gain some momentum, head into that Ladue game with a lot of confidence, um, and, you know, know that they're ready to, to take on those Rams. Yeah, and like we were talking about with uh, Coach Cocker and a lot of those losses last year were by, you know, one or two points. Mm-hmm. You look in the Ladue game situation there, so – Definitely, I could see the boys turning some of these close losses into wins. For sure. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. They were on the edge of uh, greatness last year. I think they can make the push over. For sure. And, you know, Coach Cochran always talks about closing that gap. Um, and, you know, him, Coach Solentrop, Coach Sodeman, Mr. Sankey in there now. Uh, shout out, Mr. Sankey. Shout out, Mr. Sankey. For sure. Always shout out, Mr. Sankey. Uh, you know, they're always working really hard to try and come up <clears> with a good game plan. Uh, come up with some new and inventive ways to make practices um, not only fun but meaningful. And I think that's something that, um, you know, a lot of people strive for is having a very meaningful practice. Yeah, um, And I think that's one thing that could close the gap for sure. I think it's going to be also interesting to see uh, how the team plays without a lot of their seniors from last year. I know mm-hmm. we got a big senior class this year, which is definitely a good thing, a lot of chemistry there yeah. between the seniors and even some of the juniors on the team from last year. You know, you look at Curtis was there. Golden's coming up, uh, should have a big role. Yeah, for sure. So uh, look to see how those boys do without, you know, Daryl, Ray, Bax. We'll see what happens. So it should be a good season. Absolutely. Um, So now moving on to the swim team, I know that they're uh, they're also starting up soon. Um, They're looking to get another strong start to the season. Um, In terms of the swimming side, you got, uh, you know, Matty Jew, Kellen model. Kellen I talked to Miss Long. Caroline Foley in there too. Talked to Miss Long during math class. <laughs> she said, she said Kellen model was second place in state last year as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Long, here's the hot take with Mrs. Long right here. New she, new segment, new segment. Hot takes with Miss Long. Miss <laughs> Long is saying Kellen model state champion this year. Oh boy. I know it's bold, but I I mean I could see it. Uh, She's second a place. She's a sophomore this year. Only one way to uh, only one way to go. Up. That's up. First place. Exactly. Uh, one of the best swimmers in the state for sure. So for sure. watch out for her. Has potential to be the best athlete at Clayton High School this year. Absolutely, and definitely look for that senior leadership. Uh, you know, captains Maddie Jew, Izzy Clark, Caroline Foley. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, they're very, uh, you know, we know them pretty well. They're very good leaders. And they've been on the team for a long time. They've been on the team all four years, yeah. yeah. So um, definitely look for them to, to continue to lead that team, hopefully lead that team to, you know, district, state, all that. And on the diving side, you know, seniors uh, Bridget Walsh and Brooke Becker, definitely the leaders over there. Um, they bring some great dives to the team. For sure. Should be a solid season from the girls' swim and dive team, for sure. Yeah, and I was talking to Bridget, and um, we, were, we were talking about how their practices look. And uh, it's definitely it's definitely very difficult, you know. Like, they'll they'll try a dive, it won't go their way, you know. They might flop and hurt their arm or their leg or back or something like that. Uh, but you know, they get right back up on the board and they they try it again. So, definitely a sport that teaches you a lot of perseverance. Um, and courage. And I, courage. I, I get yeah, up on I the dive. I get up on the diving board. I I get nervous. I just do a little, I I do a little, little pencil dive. Yeah, know. pencil dive. Maybe you know, a little slight flip. I'm not, but I, I can't do a flip into a dive. Into, yeah, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna hit my back on the wall. Exactly. That's they, really bad. they they you know they don't get as much credit as they deserve over for there. Sure. So shout out to those girls. Shout out them for sure. Um, and you know wrestling had their first uh, had their first meet. Um, they did pretty well. Obviously looking to continue some good form. Um, you know, we've seen in the past couple of years that wrestling has gotten pretty big among underclassmen. Um, so hopefully, you know, uh, these underclassmen will continue to develop. They're yeah. very good wrestlers when they get to, you know, junior, season, junior seat, senior season. And then, um, you know, maybe we'll get another Jeremiah Austin in there. Yeah, for sure. Talking about those underclassmen, uh, the buzz around the wrestling team is uh, freshman Nate Martin is making a big impression at mm -hmm. practice. Um, of course, Kaylee Ross is in there, a senior. Um, she is looking to uh, make a big run at state, so we'll see what's happening with that. But good luck to the wrestling team. I know the wrestling coach, is, he's a great coach. For I've sure. talked to him a couple of times. Um, Very and invested in the program. Yeah, he's definitely got the program in a good place right now. He's got some good talent, uh, young talent as well. So going to be interesting to see what that team can do this year. Um, absolutely. And, you know, we kind of mentioned it uh, briefly. Um, but I don't think we really took the time to to talk about this as much as we should have. Uh, but Coach Tom Redman, uh, varsity boys head coach and varsity girls head coach, uh, he's stepping down from the varsity boys team this year. Um, I believe he's still focusing. I believe he's still coaching his with the varsity girls. Going to focus more of his attention there. Um, but you know, first and foremost, we'd like to absolutely thank Coach Redman yeah. for everything he's brought to the program. You know, he doesn't teach in the district, so for him, you know. To come over to Clayton, very wise coach, has a lot of expertise. You know, we talked to Andrew a while ago, a couple months ago, and he was mentioning uh, his resume, and it, it speaks for itself. It's very impressive. So definitely thank you to Coach Redmond for his time. Yeah, thank you, Coach Redmond. You know, the last, I would say, three or four years in that soccer program, extremely successful. He's ending on a great note. Although, you know, the loss to Ledoux hurts, the team was one of the best in Clayton history. For sure. Uh, you know, you look at some of these past teams, James Dooley uh, going on to play college soccer, Andrew Matheny uh, and Rohan Tripathi looking to take the same routes. Mm -hmm. um, so shout out to Coach Redmond. Great career as a Clayton soccer coach. Absolutely. Now, see what Coach Shappy can do. Coach Shappy, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely going to be the one of the names uh, floating around there for the coaching spot. Absolutely, uh, that energy know, that he brings. Yeah, is he's definitely a you know player favorite, fan favorite for sure. You see the energy. If there's a call he doesn't like, 
if some of his players need to pick me up, if they, you know, they need something to turn around, he's, he's definitely the guy to do it. Absolutely. So I think, uh, you know, Coach Shabby could definitely pick up where Coach Rebman left off if he is the one to take over the coaching spot. For sure. All right, so some, some updates we got right now. We are in talks for a merch order. Mm-hmm. That um, should be out, I would say, by the end of the year at least. By the end of the year for sure. So we might be a little late in terms of, you know, holiday gifts, but um, you can still get it. Definitely going to try and get that push for Christmas, Hanukkah, you know, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, I know I know you guys get some money for those holidays. Why not spend it on some Greyhound Time merch? Uh, rep the podcast. For sure. And you know, we've been walking around with those jackets Ms. Dornfeld gave us. Shout out Ms. Dornfeld. Shout Ms. Dornfeld. out Ms. Dornfeld. Uh, and, you know, they look good. Look good. Feel good. They feel really good. So, um, you know, buy one for yourself. For sure. We'll let you know when those are out. Uh, we're going to put some uh, stuff up on the Instagram, uh, you know, things you want us to uh, get with the merch, even things you want us to talk about on the podcast. Um, with the winter sports, we can definitely take a lot more time talking about each individual sport because there's not as many as in the fall. Mm-hmm. So should be uh, some good podcasts coming up. We're looking to have Eliza Koblovitz and Caroline Marsden mm-hmm. on a future podcast. Got Daryl Sam's coming up Darryl as well. Daryl Sam's coming up. You know, while they're all in town, we got to get, exactly. get these interviews going. Exactly. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. Happy Cyber Monday. Hope everybody had a great break. We'll see you next time. Peace.